Chapter 3 Scared Rabbit With his gun rendered useless and his hand stinging in pain, Tanner left the farmhouse by the back door, while his destination had been the pickup truck parked out front where he could get a fresh weapon. He barely had time to wonder at Sarah's appearance on the farm when he saw the woman headed for the porch. She carried a gun in her right hand and a money sack in her left. Other than a pronounced frown, her face was indiscernible beneath the floppy rain hat she wore, but her shapely body and lithe movement spoke of her youth. Tanner halted in his tracks, knowing he'd never make it to the pickup truck, and darted for the cover of the trees instead. A man's voice came from inside the house, which sounded as if it were calling someone's name, but with the rain drumming in his ears, Tanner couldn't make it out. The same could not be said for the gunshot that followed, which could be heard clearly, and Tanner realized that the man and woman must not be working with Sarah Blake, but that they were a separate thing altogether. Whatever it was, it was dangerous, and with his gun ruined by Sarah's shot, he only had a knife for a weapon. That thought made him pause, and he moved back towards the house until he could see it again. The woman was gone, and had likely gone inside. Tanner estimated that he could reach his pickup truck in less than ten seconds and be armed again in fewer than twenty. He was lurching forward to sprint towards the truck when the tall man came leaping off the side of the porch. The man landed in a skid because of the slickness of the grass, but righted himself quickly and headed towards Tanner's position. There was a gun in the man's hand, a huge revolver with a long barrel, and Tanner turned and ran deeper into the trees before the man could spot him. The ground was soggy even beneath the canopy of leaves overhead, as the series of small streams running through the forest had all overflowed. Water was also flowing down from higher elevations, and although the hour was barely past noon, the sky was dark from the black clouds that filled it. Tanner was moving well, and he hoped that he was gaining a safe distance between himself and the man who pursued him. That hope faded when a shot that sounded like the boom of a cannon roared, and a sapling to his right was shredded in the middle of its trunk and fell over. I see you, motherfucker, and I'm gonna kill you! Tanner glanced over his shoulder in time to see the man rising from the crouching position he had assumed to take aim and fire. Taking the time to fire that shot had widened the gap between them, and Tanner intended to widen it farther still. He sprinted over the uneven ground, seeking to lose his pursuer, while wishing he had a weapon with which to stand his ground, and as he ran, he damned Sarah, and knew that once he handled the crazed man at his back, he would have to find her and put her down, but not before he learned how she had found him. It had something to do with the phone he had discovered behind the sofa, the one that had emitted the tone, but he had to know if others also knew he was alive. If so, that too would have to be addressed. And he was so close to leaving and starting over. The gun boomed again, and the ground in front of him threw up dirt and leaves in his path. Tanner grimaced. Running about like a scared rabbit was not his way, but 
Neither was dying because of a bruised ego. He would run from the man, or rather from the man's gun, and he would live to make him regret the chase. The trees ended where a swollen stream rushed along, and towards the right was a rise ahead that led to the abandoned building site. Tanner climbed the hill, and when he reached the crest and was silhouetted against the sky, he could sense the man sighting the gun on his back. He dropped to lay flat in the mud, just as the third shot boomed overhead, and then he rolled down the hill, oblivious of the two pairs of young eyes watching his every move.